0: Let me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. C.J. Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show, so we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old
1: radio. I hate to start off
2: the program by addressing complaints and an angry fan. Uh, perhaps you should never do that. You should move on, get past the haters, but uh Yeah, what happened. We've had a lot recently and you know, sometimes I play a goof or a character or I'll try to be opposite of what someone's saying, just to just to be silly. Just to, sometimes to sure. poke at poke at Emily a little bit. She's, you know, like ten, fifteen, twenty-five years younger than I am. Has different viewpoints so not i that. not 25 I like, years younger than I like you. to play a little bit of the old boomer man character or whatever uh but uh what happened is I guess yesterday we got too political and as soon as I walked in today our receptionist who that's a person working a job when you call don't bitch at the receptionist yeah their job is to like manage this circus and deal with Clients and winners and the people in the building. She's also the first line of safety. Yes, um, she's also helping with the dog we found in the road. We'll talk about that more coming up. Uh, anyhow, they don't bitch at the receptionists. Like that—that's such an ass thing to do. Well, it's so the, trash. These, a
0: lot of these people got really excited during COVID because they got to do that. You know. At I anyone, guess so. at any
2: business, are oh, you're not allowed to do what you want to do. You private business, don't caring up to our uh, beloved Rosa. Uh-huh because uh, then she'll yell at me. Anyhow, Just I guess... Just put your head back in the sand. I guess sand. yesterday we're I, got, safe. I, I got too political, which uh, you and I especially can do a little bit, Spencer. We get upset about serious issues. Sure. Uh, but I, I got pretty political yesterday, and it made someone mad. What were you saying, uh, CJ? That uh, I was talking about the uh, Spanish-American War. How dare and the you? The explosion on the USS Maine, and yeah. that uh, I called Teddy Roosevelt a warmonger. I kind of um, was. Not exactly sure why this person was upset, but that was that was what did it. So I promise not to get uh, late 1800s mm. political anymore.
0: Yeah, God forbid you upset one of their heroes, you know, uh, or I've, upset them over one of their heroes that they me, never met, never really read about. I bet <laughs>
2: it took me a while to figure out um, what they were talking. All I remember was we were busted on Franklin Pierce, and I was yeah. like, did we make someone mad talking about Franklin Pierce? <laughs> I can't think of anything else. Other that? than that, but then I remembered that yeah, this was all about the uh, the Spanish American War. Uh, sure, yeah, U.S. yesterday. So today we're going to keep it uh, very focused, very serious, and talk about spooky mummies. Ah! President mummies. King mummies, emperor mummies. mummies. There you so go. Kind of, sort of politicians elected yeah. by the deities of their time. Uh, on top of that, we're going to recap uh, the big winner of our big Super CJ Sunday contest. And like I said, we found a road dog. We now have a road dog um, that I have. Uh, I've, I've. What did I name it? Damn it, man! I always forget the names I come up with. Calm, the dogs. Cum doggy. Uh, no, no. It was. It was uh, like a garb, garble ball or something like that um, because it coughs a lot. It's a pug. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a pug. Oh, my God. It's this cute little pug. can barely breathe. And it tried to jump in my lap and I was petting it. (laughs) So cute. But we have a new office dog found in the road and I'm very excited uh, to adopt it and for it to live here in the building. That's coming up. The Curse of King Tut. On this day in history, way, way back when, before... You were even born, maybe. February 16th, 1923, in Thebes, English archaeologist Howard Carter entered the sealed barrier chamber of the ancient Egyptian ruler Tutankhamun. That's right. We discovered King Tut. And soon after. What's up, Tut? The curse of King Tut broke free. Many people associated with Carter died of mysterious diseases. People yeah. that had trinkets and different things taken from the tomb also hmm. Perished mysteriously, according possible, to the legend. Is it possible there's some like ancient virus living in there? Uh, very much so. There, there could have been something or anything. <laughs> I don't that, know that enough about
0: it. virology, but you know.
2: Also, you know, Occam's Razor usually says that uh, you know, it's it's probably more coincidence. Sure. that it was actually uh, some sort of uh, disease or something humans, like that. We humans, we love. Trying to find uh, pattern. I guess, Patterns it, it's and pattern chaos. recognition is yeah, yeah. what our brains do. It also, you know, if you've ever read any sort of piece or, or book on uh, conspiracies and why they're so exciting and why they're, uh, people love conspiracy theories and conspiracies overall, is because even though they might be menacing it gives us a feeling of comfort that there is some overarching control. Sure,
0: there's an actual meaning to all this seeming yeah,
2: chaos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so it kind of just, even though it's terrible, uh, we sort of like it, and it makes us feel calm that these bizarre things are all connected rather than it could just be random. But anyhow, uh, King Tut, of course, uh, the famous uh, Egyptian ruler who was tragically murdered, uh, we we do believe, also uh, had a lot of issues uh, at the time of his birth due to possible incest and stuff like that. How uh,
0: how young was Tut's when he got a... Mummified, or when he passed away, he was know? pretty I'm, I'm gonna like,
2: guess like he was uh 16 or teenager. something. Sorry, man, that's my job. Uh, I'm supposed to be looking that up. You're, I'm just excited for 18 the 18 or 19, 18 okay. or 19. So, uh, so you're right, but uh, the curse of King Tut when he was found, that's uh, that's one of the fascinating things um, that came out of uh, his legacy was not that this amazing uh, find because they They really thought that there was something else in another undiscovered tomb in an area where there had been uh, many other things had been searched over, had been uh, scattered and combed through. uh, And that's when uh, Carter's expedition uh, paid off. They found steps hidden in a bunch of debris near an entrance of another tomb. The steps led to an ancient sealed doorway bearing Tutankhamun's name, uh, Carter and Lord uh, Carnivaron, whatever his name is, man. I don't know these English That's dudes. I'm sorry, man. Uh, they entered the tomb's interior chambers on November 26th. They were... Th- Thrilled to find it uh, pretty much intact. Its treasures untouched after more than 3,000 years. So you know what they thought? Hey, wow. let's get in there and ruin it. Uh, they be- they begin exploring the four rooms of the tomb. And uh, under the watchful eye of a number of important officials, they finally opened the door to the last chamber where Whoa. they discovered the sarcophagus and three <sighs> other coffins nested inside the very last one made of, get this, solid gold bad ass contained the mummified body of king tut uh, Toots. A, among the riches gold shrines jewelry statues a full on chariot weapons clothing all kinds of stuff along with this uh, perfectly preserved mummy, were discovered on this day now, in history. Now, CJ,
1: how
0: accurate is the depiction of mummies in the movie The Mummy, featuring Brendan Fraser?
2: Uh, very. If there's anything you can take away from history, it is that yeah. The uh, Mummy, Scorpion King, that entire franchise is 100% accurate. I mean, is that why the desert has sandstorms over there in Africa? E- yes. Uh, they actually the mummies. They actually had resurrected mummies uh, as consultants while filming. Wow. so that, That's that movie, amazing. Uh, go watch The Mummy. It's it's correct. If you ever want to be an Egyptologist, start there.
3: This girl's rules for living are actually pretty genius. And now it's time for Emily's
2: social cues. It's social cues with Emily, and I guess we have the female Jordan Peterson. <laughs> Wait, that was just his daughter. Yeah. yeah. Anyhow. Yeah, yeah, Rules for living. Sure. Yeah. Teach me how to live.
3: All right. I, I came across this and I think I can't tell if she's trying to be funny or if this is actually how she lives. But everybody in the comments are are pretty uh pretty on her side. Like, actually, okay. this is these are some good tips. She might be John Mulaney, but I don't I don't really know. Anyways, let me just play the beginning of the video for you. These are some rules I've made up for myself that make life easier. Make sure to stay hydrated. Every time I finish a glass of water, I use this. It's a row counter made for knitting. So that's our first tip. Um, Oh my God,
2: hold on, time out. Yeah. A row counter for when you're knitting? Yeah. I need to get Lisa that because one of our biggest sub fights... Is when I'm doing something dumb and annoying her, and she's like, "I was counting when she's knitting. Oh, you gotta count.
3: yeah, no, they have something called is, a a, is, knit, a row is counter. Is that the like
2: yellow thing that has like the the little things cuz i used to have the i stole those from um, my grandma's i mean kid. the
3: one that she has is this little red box and you kind of click the box it's like whenever you go to a venue and they click and try to see how many people are going to be in the venue space every time somebody comes in i've not
2: thought about getting her one she can use with her feet to her toes so she, when she's doing it or thought about inventing that's one <laughs> that's kind
3: of weird it is weird
2: thing. it is weird she has big toes but uh, yeah so, that's not the point is. the point is the
3: point is she you this girl uses a a knitting row counter to keep track of how many glasses of water she drinks a day Okay. And it's not anything that is electrical. Like it's not something that you have to pick your phone up. Yeah. So I think this is kind of genius because don't you don't need to just rely usually on an use app?
2: Gallons or like water things. I mean,
3: like sure, but even but like when you're at a restaurant, sometimes you don't keep track of how much well, yeah. water you're drinking at a restaurant. This just a
0: mindless way to keep track of stuff. That yeah. way you don't and have you to think with- about it. Mm-hmm. It's either that or you get with like a, one of those, is it the same thing as like those people they use at uh, venues like people counters? Yeah, that's what like I was that? talking about. Yeah yeah, 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 It's
3: kind of the same See, thing. See, that way they
0: don't have to count and they can keep an eye on hoodlums and, and, and ne'er-do-wells Exactly, and, 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 you, and you can just keep this
3: little guy in your pocket and yeah. then, that's that's how you know how many glasses of water you drink. Uh, the next tip she has is she says that at 11 p.m. or as soon as you look up at the clock and you realize that it's past 11 p.m., drop every single thing you're doing, brush your teeth, wash your face, and go to bed.
2: But what? If, but then you don't want to wake up to a dirty house if, like, you were in the middle of it's a 11, project. But
3: then you're going to wake up sure earlier done that because, sooner, bro. yeah, mm. and it's 11 p.m. and okay. you'll just start training yourself to go to bed early because. Immediately, you that
0: helps
2: leave. significantly. I've been you trying to do that. end up like mm-hmm. Spencer and Emily, all tired coming in the next day from getting silly on Valentine's. Uh, I, I, did, I, got I went silly. to bed at nine p.m. We, last night. Yeah, she yeah, did go, go to bed at I'm nine sure. p.m.
3: I I went to bed at I don't know 9 PM what time in
2: the morning.
3: Um, her that next no tip <laughs> is she only spends monies on Saturday. Uh, only spends money on Saturday. Like for example, not if you're going out to eat or something and you need food. I guess just limit that. But, for example, if you're thinking about buying something she writes it down on a list mm-hmm. and on saturday uh, that's she- when she's pull allowed up, to purchase
2: that makes sense and she'll like go that. through her yeah, list CJ and she'll figure it.
3: out okay do i really need this or not and then
2: you can edit stuff down yeah, yeah
3: yeah but she makes herself wait until saturday so i like that one that was a really good one too again i think this i think she was trying to be funny because I, she has this no. weird john mulaney demeanor the but whole it time seemed,
2: some of this seems legit see like yeah. what i do is in order to not, like, have too much, get in trouble too much throughout the week. For me, Saturday night's all right for fighting. Mm -hmm. So I only fight on Saturday night. (laughs) So that's with... That seems like the uh, worst
3: day of the week to fight.
2: Yeah. Well, better than fighting every night.
3: True, but I would just say maybe just pick how, a different day or not at all. How
2: do
0: you approach these fights? You just, you come in like guns a blazing. I come in going, oh, Saturday, Saturday, you. Saturday,
3: <laughs> Saturday.
2: Okay, go on, Emily.
3: Um, the next one she has, which I don't, this is the only one I don't agree with, is she doesn't socialize when the sun goes down. <laughs> And that's kind of weird.
0: That one sounds a little uncomfortable. Like there's something wrong with her.
3: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I honestly can't. I can't agree with that one. Yeah. Uh, The next one. As long as
0: you socialize before 11 p.m., maybe cut off at 10:30, so you have 30 minutes. So you have the 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Because if
3: you're out past 11 p.m., you have to drop everything and go home and wash your face and brush your teeth, according to her. Uh, The next one is so you can limit how much brain. Uh, energy you use in picking an outfit. I mean, there's a lot of geniuses that have claimed that they wear the same outfit every single day because that saves space. Spinning
2: on, yeah.
3: You don't wear the same outfits. You're both wearing new shirts. Well, so it's true, but that's because I waited. yesterday. So I'm wearing the jersey,
2: but I wear the same pants
0: and shirts all well, the time. Yeah, and I've been wearing the same stuff for like almost a decade, so I need new clothes. So
3: <laughs> what she does is say uh, it is I don't know. Say it is Valentine's Day, so the 14th. She'll go through her her shirts and she'll count until 14 and then she'll pick up the 14th shirt. And then she'll go through her Mm. pants and she'll do the same thing. And that's how she picks out her outfits every day.
0: I don't like that one.
3: Really? I think it's kind
0: of fun. I don't like that
3: you, you know,
0: it sounds a little weird. Like like I said earlier, that sounds like something might be wrong with her. <laughs> not oh, wrong, yeah. but she's definitely a unique OCD brain or something neurodivergent for sure.
3: I I am definitely one of those people. Uh, I don't know. I haven't been to a doctor, but I. Well,
0: also you guys are ladies too, and yeah. you guys have a lot more accessibility. Oh, not accessibility. Accessorizing options sure. than just dudes with shirts or button up shirts. That's all we got. Yeah. Unless you want to throw a vest on, but that's usually for a big Bolo, fancy event. The vest, sure, and nice. so they're like it's really just jeans or slacks or shoes or open toed shoes for guys. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, we got much more simplicity in that. So maybe, maybe there's something there. There's, since you guys, she has have, two
3: more tips uh, that are her genius, in my opinion, yeah. her genius life tips. Try on that how number to live. one
0: out with the outfits and see how and and see how it works. feels. Yeah, I don't and, think
3: I own fifteen pants. <laughs> I'll be <laughs> well, honest, keep it below
0: like maybe maybe ten. Yeah,
3: uh, her next one is. She's like, oh, "Okay, it's really hard to decide which books you want to read next." So she has just been picking an author by the alphabet. So she started at A and read an author that's last name started with an A and Adolf then- Hitler.
2: <laughs> Mine that count. is a first That's name. Okay. That is it's a, a first
3: one. name. But yes. And then the next one was an author whose last name started with a B and then is just going down the alphabet to figure out what okay. to read.
0: I think this one, it could go. You don't have to follow her strictly. You know what no. I mean? But f- some, come up with some sort of fun way. She's if narrowed her, for, for sure. Spencer oh, Spence, you for it. sure. Yeah. But I mean, she's
3: smart. Um, and Clearly. then the last tip that she says, this is going to be controversial. She says, if you're 20 minutes into a movie or a TV show and it's boring, turn it off.
0: I agree wholeheartedly.
3: Yeah, uh, I don't agree. Show? Yeah,
0: I gotta f- fit, see how it is. Sometimes. Uh, there's a difference between if it's just boring, uh, cinematic, like just everything else, versus I'm not hooked yet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, if something's entertaining enough to keep going, but you're like, I don't know if I want to invest that much time. I'm gonna in. add one more. Game to- of Thrones is my be- best example. For the first season, took uh, me several episodes. But you could tell it was well done, and I was sort of engaged with each episode.
2: I just didn't care enough. It's the gambler's fallacy. You know, I mean? so. you, you know another good tip? Hmm. If your radio hosts are talking about something for longer than eight minutes, yeah. turn the radio off. Oh. How often should you clean the cleaners? <laughs>
4: hey! Here to pick up with Matt Bearden. Okay.
2: Are we going to get into my uh, fiance and I have this uh, discussion recently about our, about Todd, our vacuum that catches my swords? Maybe. About the mob. Is that kind of where we're going on well, this? Kind of. You, so, you have me.
4: You know, parent pickup, we look for things that are specific, not specifically, or generally are kind of pointed toward people that have kids, but I like to find stuff that everybody can pay attention to. Um, yeah. Here's great. I, I, I found out I'm filthy today. If you're if you have kids in the house, I feel like my whole life is just doing it's just cleaning and doing laundry. And I bet my wife if she hears that it's going to be livid cuz she's going to be like when do you clean? When do you do laundry? I do it all. The fact is, two people are constantly cleaning, constantly yeah, doing laundry. Yeah.
2: It never ends God. when you've got kids I in don't the house. Know why my fiance wants to have kids cuz I'm like everything's going to suck. Here's a question for you. Well, you got Todd the Roomba to help out. How long should He'll you ke- cut
4: him with a sword? <laughs> How long should you keep a, a dish
2: bunch? Oof. Uh I would say no longer than 2 weeks. I get rid of that crap if there's one good washing and it's gross oh, and I can't yeah, clean yeah, it, yeah. it's gone. Are you kidding? You'll you'll use a sponge once? If it if it's bad, if I'm using it to get some burnt spaghetti out yeah, of a pot and dang. it is just nasty, I I I hate filthy things. It just—it feels like it's just sitting there with bacteria. Well, you should. But I'm also a hoarder, so sometimes I'll put it in a dishwasher and try to clean it. Well, guess yeah. what? Great
4: move, <laughs> because uh, uh, cleaning it with a dishwasher kills 99.9998% of uh, bacteria. No way. However, you should be doing that every time you use the sponge. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Then letting it completely dry. You should also be ditching that sponge, according to experts, once a week. Damn, dude. Yeah, dude! yeah, when I read that, I was like, "What are you? Am I? Do I have the filthiest house in America? Well, I, felt- I don't come anywhere close."
2: Well, to here's that. the thing: same, it's, it, it's the same as when you have two kids; you become more practical about stuff. The milk expires on two seventeen. Do I need to throw away the milk? No, because realistically, I know the milk is probably going to pass mm. the smell test and be fine until two twenty-four. Same with it. When you, it's it's like with my mom. When you become a parent of kids you kind of know when you can get through and get by with stuff, and and it's to save money, it's to be more efficient. So yeah, because I feel like buying
0: sponges every week just to have a whole bunch yeah. of them ones that aren't in the dishwasher, ones that are using. You should have got seems spo- wasteful. Almost. You should
2: have got sponges before you had kids. Oh, a uh, Seinfeld sponge. I Good guess. point. So, Good point. You want to hear some more of these? Yeah. yeah. Okay.
4: Uh, you know that loofah thing that you keep in the shower if you oh, use if no. you use uh, what do you call it? Yeah, uh, liquid soap or whatever. Oh no. Do you use bar soap or liquid soap? I, I use, use liquid. Bar so, bar, so. so, do you use one of those scrunchy a, things? Use a,
0: yeah, I a loofa. That's very harsh. It's a cheap one. It's good for the exfoliating. <laughs> yeah,
4: guess what? How, oh, no. how long do you keep
0: that thing? I've had it for like a year. <laughs> yeah, of course you did. You know why? Because you're
4: a single dude, and that makes sense. Oh, I'm man. not a single dude. I'm a dad. Yeah. Um, I've got one of those things that I use to to, to clean my bits. I, when it when the thing comes undone in the middle, and then it turned into a long <laughs> uh, jump rope. Oh, yeah, then, yeah, then yeah. you can get your whole back. <laughs> that's when I get rid of it. Turns out, I'm a little over the count. Uh, between one and two months, you should be getting rid of it. Oh, if you're going major. to keep it longer, you should also be. It said you should also be throwing this thing into the dishwasher or clothes washer once a week. Why should I be washing it? It's already... It's getting washed. Yeah. The only assume, thing it touches is soap. Yeah. What are you talking about right now? That should be
2: fine. Man, y'all just got to be like me and just use soap. A bar soap. Well, yeah. I have a bar...
4: It's actually a bar soap in, that goes inside of a weird loofah e thing. See, oh, I've wow. got
2: a lot of chest hair, so I get the loofah in action with that. Uh, uh, give us another one, Matt. Uh, okay. Um, uh, here's one. There's It says,
4: how often you, should you replace your brooms? Didn't bother reading it. F you. I've got a broom. I pay for it at Target. It'll it'll last until it lasts. It, Ew, I'm not yeah. replacing a
2: broom. I will vacuum my broom. Like, I'll take the shop vac and vacuum and make sure it's, like, okay, kind of yeah. clean. But, yeah, a broom goes until it dies. Okay. Here Here's one
4: more for you, okay? Uh, by the way, cleaning rags, if you have them, or rags in your kitchen or whatever... You, you need to be washing them constantly. After you're
2: done cleaning, you wash them it, pretty much. What about drying? Your, yeah, what yeah. about
4: drying your hand rags? That's that I've always. All of wondered. those. It basically said if you have like towels that are laying around with you touch with your hands and then touch countertops and any of that stuff. Once it starts to turn colors, wait, wait, wait. wait. It when says it, it says you should have a you should have a fresh rag or a fresh towel in your bathroom or whatever every single day, at max every other day. And then it should be going into the washing machine constantly. I say anytime you see any wear, or if it gets a smell,
2: throw it away. Oh, it's true. Now, yeah, last yeah. thing,
4: okay, ready? You can wash
2: it with vinegar, too, if you don't want to throw it away. They don't how say that. Your, how about your toilet brush? Oof. I've had
0: that for a long time. Rose. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember. I don't even think I bought it. It came when, Get when right I moved it, in. I'm getting ready See, to blow your I, mind.
2: I uh, I don't have to use the toilet brush as much because I go I go with the old-fashioned uh, asteroids yeah. method with when I'm going to the bathroom. I just clean it with my <laughs> – I use my own uh power stream. Yeah. I'm my not power talking washer. about cleaning up skid marks. You don't just wash the toilet bowl sometimes? Yeah, yeah, we do. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, we do. We have the, the spray and the there's brush. There's a bunch of dudes in this room right now. <laughs> Come the, on. Yeah, I will say the brush is probably – one that you forget about. Look,
4: that's stuff that I hate spending money on. Same. If I have to go to Target and spend, you know, what is it? Gonna, it's going to be what twenty bucks for a toilet brush? Yeah, twelve ninety nine. Let's are say they? I don't know. But the toilet brush. <laughs> but I could have gotten beer somewhere. The toilet brush gets bleached though. Okay, yeah. are you ready? Yeah. So, tell me. So I'm assuming that your toilet brush is the one that you bought. The last time, you don't know when that was. last know. time you moved. Dude, you're the, not planning the, but, on getting a new one the anytime house, soon.
0: The housing thing you put it back in is just caked in dust and According it won't come off. According to specialists, you, th- you should oh. throw
4: out, A, you should throw out your toilet brush every six months. Okay? Okay,
0: that's a bit more lenient but than that. But that's
4: only after you're cleaning it weekly. Uh, raise your hand in this room if you've ever, quote unquote, cleaned your toilet brush.
2: I clean it after use. I'll put a little bit of bleach and just like... Wash it off.
4: You're supposed to take it to a sink and use soap and water in your hands and wash it. it. Uh That
0: scares me too much. I'm not putting that near the sink.
4: Man, this is... You can add bleach to cold water
0: and soak your toilet brush, but you must
4: soak it in bleach for at least 10 minutes. So, yeah. Then rinse it and air dry it. Otherwise, what? (sighs) My toilet will be dirty? This is ridiculous. (laughs) I'm not using it to, to, to mix up scrambled eggs.
2: No, I'm using it
0: to clean where the... So... Coming as someone who's been depressed for a long time, it was very dirty. <laughs> now I clean my bathroom like twice a week, full thing, and it feels good to be on top of things. All you're doing and is now and filter out with yeah, your dirty toilet Now I'm <laughs> learning that that's not even
2: good enough. Solution. What's the point? Get the little blue tab, put it in the top of the tank, everything's good to go. Yeah. Uh, here's your, solution. your loop, Just don't with use the, the, the toilet, blue. go
0: outside now. <laughs> Last thing I'll
4: tell you on today's parent pickup, every time you leave the house, turn around, throw a
2: match, burn the house down. Austin's number one beef baby. The CJ Morgan Show on 101X. Taco Bell's kicking up their addiction. Their taco addiction, plus a couple of other new fast food items right here, right now on CJ's Fat.
1: I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ, you have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods.
2: CJ is fat. Every time I get away from Taco Bell, they pull me back in.
1: Same.
2: Uh, They now have a new crispy melt taco, which is a fresh fried shell. So it's not their normal taco shells. It's like a corn or flour tortilla that they fry. Okay. So it's going to be a little thinner. It's going to have a different type of crisp. Uh, Then it's a regular taco, but under the meat... They have a hidden layer of cheese, as it says. I'm going to show you a picture of it. Excellent. Not just a hidden layer of cheese, but you can tell there are two types of cheeses because Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. cheese grease between each one is not fusing. True. So they have uh, the cheese on top, the shredded cheese, the tomato, the lettuce. They have a little bit of sour cream, the taco meat. Underneath that, they have the melted shredded cheese, and underneath that, a layer of their nacho cheese. Mm. Oh my goodness, it looks so good. Uh, I spent uh, a good time. How much of- is too
0: much? I or think- w- what is, uh, uh, damn it, what's his name? What's uh, What's his face in Jurassic Park, Shay? You were, you were studying whether or not you could do, but you didn't think of uh, whether, you how whether you should. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like, how
2: much cheese is enough? Damn it, Jim Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum. Right, yeah. thank you. Uh, my yeah. God, I hate it when I do that. I do it all the time. Go on, it's okay. man. Tell us more. Uh, looks good. Uh, you can only order it from the app so far because I tried to favor it to a spinny uh, no luck oh. there. Uh, Anyhow, it is available when you order on the Taco Bell app. Everyone wants to order you on the app. Uh, That's done right. Good job, Taco Bell. Something that looks delicious. I might see if I can replace the meat with chicken because I like their chicken with some nacho stuff. Anyhow, let's uh, go to some other new things popping up in the fast food world. I know you like to get the little nacho cheese cups for dipping. Is this the one you
0: would probably still dip? With all that excess cheese? Okay. That
2: should be good, but I might uh, still get the nacho cheese just to have the chips underneath to catch all the fallout. That's fair. And then the the cheese to eat myself. Yes. Just just scoop it out with your
0: fingers. Uh,
2: When I was in Vegas, I was at Tony Roma's, and uh, I just... I don't know if it's to make my friends laugh, but I started drinking uh, soup out of a straw. Mm. I had a, um, a nice um, French onion soup. Yeah, My friend had potato soup, and I just started drinking <laughs> it out of a <laughs> straw, and it was so gross. But that's what you do at Tony Aromas. Uh, speaking of gross, Arby's now offering a $5 crispy fish sandwich Ooh. and small fries deal starting February 20th. I'm guessing this is because of uh, Lent. Oh, we're coming on with on that time of the year. I think Here's so. Here's the problem. Uh, listen, man. Most fried fish at a fast food restaurant's gross. Arby's needs to stick with who uh, Dance with them. And that's roast beef. Branching out yes. too much like they've done, I worry is going to impact the overall quality of the beef and cheddar sandwich. Mm. Um, they need to take a book of what KFC is doing, which is our next story. KFC is cutting back items from the menu Good. to focus on what they do best, because KFC has shot to the bottom of the oh, chickens. Yeah,
0: yeah it's uh, been about a decade since uh, they've been sort of crummy. absolutely yeah.
2: uh, national fast food chicken. They used to be the best. Now, well, here's what they thought not they even would in the do: top
0: three. They're like, let's get celebrities to play the the Colonel on commercials. Let's 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 make a bunch of funny commercial. No. Make those fries better. Make your food good. Make that food better.
2: My only problem is they're not cutting away from some of their weird out there items. They're getting rid of, like, popcorn, chicken, and it's... They're getting rid of items that are all just frozen fried things. Sure. That's easy. Yeah. That doesn't, like, add a lot to your your staff to have to fry things. It's your weird bowls and all the extra sandwiches and crap. Oh, well, maybe those weren't quite as popular, you know. I, I don't know, man. I'm not the one making the decisions for KFC, so. But we should. Uh, you sh- yeah. You know, captain in naval translates to colonel in the army. So really? I technically am a, a colonel. So oh, maybe man. I could run uh, KFC. CFC. Captain's uh, fried... <laughs> Yummy! Yum. Don't don't say that
0: word. Uh,
2: to somewhere that's a better chicken place than KFC. Churches—they're now introducing a lemon cheesecake fried pie. Initially, I said no. Then I looked at it and I said, you know what? What are two things I've been combining, Spencer? Uh, ice cream and pies. And? Oh, the microwave. The microwave. <laughs> there you go. Uh, hey, they're gonna, have you, you haven't air fried any yet, man. You got to get on that. Dude, I should. Yeah, I just is ate this... my my last piece of buttermilk uh, pie, so uh. now I need to get some air frying. These are warm though; uh, they're only a dollar seventy nine for the new fried pie. You can get them at uh, participating locations. And yes, again, this is lemon cheesecake fried mm. pie. So go to Church's Chicken, go to Taco Bell, go to Arby's, and then bring some to the radio station. <laughs> Welcome to sports, a segment where we make a bet on things. The loser gets punished. We do physical competitions, all sorts of zaniness. Oh, now now what do we do? There, there are no sports. Matt, I'm a big soccer fan. We have MLS coming up. We're in the middle of all the Premier League, Bundesliga, La Liga, Cup chases, NBA's going towards the All-Star break and then the playoffs. But... Huh. Not a lot happening. Even the Final Four, the big tournament's coming up, but after the Super Bowl it just seems sad and lonely. I don't wanna say that sports is boring or this time of year, but I literally it's can't absolutely even, I can't hear the words even coming out of your mouth right now. It's just gobbledygook. Are you even wearing a shirt? Or are you naked? oh no because I'm wearing a jersey today oh, is yeah, that but what's looks happening like it's just okay. clear because like sports doesn't exist but we got to try to make co- it exist. Yeah. I
4: love college basketball that gets me excited I enjoy that but really we have like it's we're coming down to the very end of it and then it goes to the big dance and then that's when Texas is at its worst I love baseball also but my goodness it is you, boring until the end of October when you get into or spring
2: baseball I mean the very beginning God, it sucks and you know all you have- people talk it's all the sports writers and
4: shows talk about yeah.
2: Have to talk about we don't care
4: anyway we're gonna make it more interesting by making weird bets on stuff
2: yeah we got to do bets that are non-sports related um i so bet far, that your face is ugly <laughs> well you can't just win automatically that's a solid bet it's yeah. got it's gotta be like somewhat half-half on how this goes now i bet that if spencer sat on you it would crush you <laughs> and smell no, come on man. It would smell. Oh, is that what they call a parlay? Mm-hmm. You've I mean, you got to bet several things in or in a row. I just said smell. Yeah. I but smell it good. also could be because of our greases inside of us are oiling and weaseling out and those stink because you wash the stink deep into you. No, the I, stink settles deep. I still smell good. Alright, we'll find out about that. Uh really though, with the physical challenges, do you yet feel you're healthy enough to compete in uh you're wearing, okay, you're wearing comfy, those are comfy looking shoes. No, those are house shoes
4: because uh, the gout's
2: back. It's oh, All right, so we need to do more table games. Table games, please. All right, so pickle plop, we can do that. Nice, yes. We I want can to see that. Bring, I still have a fresh jar of pickles. So next week, can we uh, can we make sure that we have some sort of physical challenge, maybe even some sort of punishment? Yeah. Sure. We could also, we could play quarters. Yeah. We can play. Well, pickle plop back, is back quarters, quarters, but with pickles. Mm. Well, we can play real games. Yeah, with pickles, though. You want to play checkers in here? Yeah, That'd that, that be would sick. be That's great radio content. I think it would be great. What
4: if people were just tuning in, there's no music, and they just hear someone going on, and they just hear click.
0: They hear some really <laughs> bored guy every once in a while narrating. That's me.
2: That, that is already what it is. I mean, that, that's pretty much the show. Uh, I guess the first thing we got to do is make some sports bets, okay. uh, figure out what is happening, so I'll just pick... A, a, a bunch of random ones. This always sucks because then I have to go back and, and grade them. But uh, let's start uh, with the FIFA's Women World Cup Playoff Qualifying. Matt, who do you have? Chinese, Taipei, or Paraguay? Uh, I say Paraguay. Yeah, that makes sense. Because- I have no idea what I
4: just been talking about or what you're asking me about. But I know about Paraguay, so
2: let's go with that. Uh, beautiful women in Paraguay. Really lovely this time of year if you have the means. Quote our uh, Bob Father friend. Okay, uh, let's jump over to another random sport. I'm just going to click on NCAA men. Um, let's see the schedule happening. We'll click on uh, tomorrow, Saturday. The Saturday, oh, yeah. Uh, Saturday Saturday's tomorrow's going to be the big game. Uh, so, yeah, what, what big games we got Saturday?
4: Uh, I would just look at the score. It probably says scores for Saturday. Are you on ESPN? I'll pull one up, okay? Okay, pull, yeah, pull one up. Uh, have me bet on it.
2: Pull one up and I'll bet. Uh, wow, okay. Yeah, we'll, that's, we'll put this That's around. going against the normal. You know what? We're going to even go crazier against the normal when we come back after this. All right, so we're trying to figure out some sports bets. So far, we have Chinese Taipei versus Paraguay in the uh, FIFA Women's World Cup qualifying tournament. Somehow, somewhere, some way, Matt, you're going to pull up a bet for me to make in uh, college basketball. Yeah, I thought I, w- I would ask you a couple of
4: questions, and I thought we could just go to, like, a Big 12. Sure, sure. Baylor and Kansas. That's Saturday at, uh, at afternoon, 3 o'clock. Kind of a big game, Baylor absolutely. and Kansas. Uh, hmm, where are they playing? They're playing in Kansas. Baylor is twenty and six. Kansas is twenty-one and five. Kansas went uh remarkably on like a five game skid. Big. Maybe they've recorrected. Baylor's been uh streaky but pretty awesome this season. Uh I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Kansas. I think that's a smart one. Okay. Especially at home. Let's go with this one, okay?
2: Here we go. We Iowa this. State. At Kansas State, uh, Kansas State also good, but also on a skid. They just got the crap beat out of them by OU. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Iowa State again. They got to recover from that beatdown they just had from Oklahoma. Okay. And I'm gonna give you
4: one on the national stage. How about? Sound good? You like that? I'm, let me give you
2: one on the national stage. A oh, big one.
4: Uh, huge. This is a huge game.
2: Georgia, game.
4: Georgia versus Alabama in football. Uh, in basketball, who's it going to be, Georgia or Alabama? Alabama. Oh, man. I was trying to trick you. Alabama's number one team they're, in the country. They're good. Yeah, I know yeah they're, they're good. good. Son, of a, son of a
2: man. Yeah, the trickiness doesn't work with me because I am a sports guy. I know sports. Yeah. Uh, let's Listen uh, to Jeff Ward the other day. He's pretty damn good. He's great. By the way, I can't be mad about him taking my show, my other show. He didn't take your show. He took my show. No, he took over the shift of the show that you were fired from. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sound better? But I was fired from that shift of that show because they were bringing back Jeff Ward. Brad's buzz.
4: Okay, go on. Give me uh, more bets. My mother's coming in town this weekend. Okay,
2: good good bet. Good bet.
4: Will she leave on Sunday? Will she leave on oh, she's coming in on Friday, will she leave Saturday, Sunday or Monday? I got to be honest with you. I'm not hedging. I have no idea. Here's the,
2: <laughs> and, and where my mother's concerned. No one has any idea Here's the thing I worry about is y'all are in a very tense situation at the house There's been a lot happening in the last year for the B you, you have gout So I'm I'm just stressed that I've seen your mother or your mother-in-law my mother. Oh your mom. Okay. That's interesting Okay, I'll yeah, say no. She's the I'll crazy fun one. I'll say Sunday.
4: You say Sunday?
2: Yeah, yeah. I was going to say Saturday, Sunday. If it was your mother-in-law, that's a Monday, Tuesday. Whew. And that is going to, because I've, whew. Well, here's the thing. It would be it's my great. mother-in-law it, leaving
4: on Tuesday, but my wife leaving
2: uh, on Friday night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Good bets. Uh, last one. Um, will Spencer get really sad at any point this weekend? Uh, Really sad. That one's tougher. I'm going to actually give you a legitimate. Are you ready? Yeah.
4: And I'll call over and find out. Sunday, this Sunday, 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 <laughs> at the Silver Medal, uh, one of our favorite dive bars, they're having a crawfish boil. No way I'm getting sad this weekend. Um, uh, not with that news. You you will Sunday night Monday, though. Okay, let's do it. Uh, between 1 and 50, 50 to 100, or 100 and f- to 50, 100 to 150, how many pounds of crawfish will be consumed at their crawfish boil?
2: by me alone by Spencer no, no. <laughs> or do you want to both take an over under uh, let's do an over under okay what's what's the line let's call it 80 80 pounds 80 pounds uh, silver medal's definitely gotten more popular over the last couple years. Yeah, so also it's a Sunday,
4: it's a non-football Sunday, yeah. it's a holiday weekend, people leaving the city, it gets kind of tight. Not a huge place you where you to can put day, a million, you a can't, haunt. you can't put a million people in there though, that slows down some of the eating. Yeah, this is tough. Um, uh, I change it, 120 pounds.
2: Really? Yeah. You're ch- so you're put changing the over-under to 120? <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna go the under on 120. Okay, let's go 80, then. No, it's too late. Damn, dude. Are you going over or under? We've got to make it tough. Let's call it... Let's let's redo it. 88 pounds. 95. 88 pounds. 95.
4: You're going to choose 95? No, I'm saying 95,
2: we do the over-under of 95. Okay, over-under of 89 pounds. 89 pounds, the over-under. Okay. That's the final I can give you. Okay. Can't go any lower than 91. Over-under 90 pounds. Um, I'm going to guess it's going to be... 13,000 pounds over under. 13,000 pounds. Wait a minute, we just don't Spencer. That's me. Oh, yeah. Ah, got he you good, Spenny. said
4: sad.
1: got ah. you
2: good, Spenny. Ah. Now, now I vote that he'll be sad this weekend. <laughs> we got a new look at the Joker and Harley Quinn, and we have some opinions and questions. And now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that. I'm a nerd. nerd! That's right. Uh, we finally have uh, a new look at the new Joaquin Phoenix uh, Joker movie, right? And who's playing Harley Quinn, Emily? This is, is a little weird.
3: Our buddy, Lady Gaga. Okay, I love her so much, actually. Yeah, on uh, Instagram on Valentine's Day, Todd Phillips shared a photo, and it's just a picture of Joaquin Phoenix and then Lady Gaga. They're, like, really close, almost kissing. And she's, like, holding his face and looking shocked. And he just says, Happy Valentine's Day. Um, And I guess that's kind of the first time that we have ever seen Lady Gaga's Harley Quinn.
2: She's great, by the way. She is great.
3: She's incredible. She is... Uh, In House of Gucci, like, the
2: actual lady got mad because at first uh, Lady Gaga was visiting her in prison. And then, like, she started just I don't know it was, it's a whole thing
3: yeah she's she's an incredible actress um, my concern is I don't like the Joker I don't like the Joker movie I watched it once I enjoyed it when I saw it in theaters and then I sat back down and I rewatched it a year later and I realized how cringy that movie it's was not it's not great
2: it's Yes. yes. I yeah.
3: thought it was amazing when I first saw it, but so it was just something about just socially everybody there said is it a, was good. There's
0: a lot of connective tissue in that movie where they just tell you things. Yeah. Like, this is how this is, and this yeah. is how that is. And it's it, all the music they use to try to make you feel like... Something sad is happening Something's or things happening. like that. Not to say that Joaquin Phoenix was the best part of that movie. He was a mm-hmm. great gem to watch, but oh, yeah, yeah, it's it's cringe.
2: <laughs> it's not as deep and artistic no. as is it, and is, it is all it, of is
3: those tried those film to be, bros so, try to make correct. you believe.
2: Yeah. Also, why do we need a second one?
3: I don't really I don't even remember what even happens at the end of the first one. I know he had that sorry, spoiler alert if you haven't seen this movie. I know that he had that whole He thought that this girl loved him or whatever, and then he realizes that it was just all in his head. It was a delusion. A delusion. So I'm curious to see where Harley Quinn comes into play. Sure. Um, It was funny. I mentioned this to Nick uh, earlier this morning when we were talking about this. I I was like, "Yeah, it's it's really interesting. Like, I I don't really know what character uh, Lady Gaga is going to play." And he goes, "Emily, she's playing Harley Quinn." And I go, why is she playing Harley Quinn? He goes, because he's the Joker. And I forgot because yeah. I'm team Poison Ivy because I watch the the show. Oh, the cartoon's show. great. <laughs> I watch the cartoon show. And so I'm like, ew, I don't like the Joker. I, I just like her as, you know, a little lesbian girl. Harley and,
2: Quinn's, uh, that's, that's a tough uh, role to fill because... Yeah. Harley Quinn's been great since the Batman cartoon Spencer and I watched as a kid, which is like, oh, Mr. J. Mr. J. Um, Harley yeah. Quinn was uh the highlight of uh the the recent DC Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad. Yeah, Margo and Robbie. Margot Robbie was great in that. She killed it. And you just mentioned it, the 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 cartoon that's on uh on HBO or whatever is mm-hmm. really good. So Harley, Harley Quinn show? Yeah. the only bad Harley Quinn is anyone that wears it um during Halloween. I agree. Even that's the Harley Quinns
3: that are on that uh, one fighting game, it's like the it's like the superhero fight, fighting Injustice. game. Injustice. Injustice. Uh, I did the a game I, is fun. I auditioned for that. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Quinn. that's kind of cool. So I'm curious to see if this is going to show Harley Quinn's beginning. Like, I wonder if Lady Gaga is going to be playing more of a Harley doctor. Quinn as a doctor, like during her madness when she when the Joker turns her. Into like the craziness, but that is this Harley jo- Quinn. Jo- Joaquin
2: Phoenix Joker is uh, is his psychopathy is different than the manipulative, Cartoon-y. insane cartoon Joker this is that like turns pre- her. Yeah,
3: that Joker. This is like his origin story, I guess. So when he first meets Harley Quinn, from what I remember, it's because she's his therapist. Is that right? Something yeah. like that. So maybe they just start having a romantic relationship. I'm not sure. Um But wait, don't we also
2: have that Irish kid is the Joker? Which Irish kid is the joker? The Irish kid that plays and stuff. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, he
3: was a, a
0: deleted scene and also a
2: credit scene. Yeah, he was he's the joker in uh Oh
3: in, the new Batman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We also have him, too. And then Jared Leto. <laughs> yeah,
2: that one's gone.
3: Rest in peace to, to, to his that character.
2: complete trash.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: Heath Ledger was the best, and it ended the best way because he died, and he can never play it again. That's true. That yeah. rules. Also, he wasn't like, a we don't know where he is. He was probably arrested and put in Arkham, but maybe not. I don't know. Maybe He's, not. Heath, Heath Ledger, best Joker.
3: I agree. That is that is Jack Nicholson. True.
2: Second or third best Joker. Cartoon Batman Joker when we were a kid. Fourth best Joker. Yeah. Third best Joker. Uh, <laughs> the old uh, what's his name that played the Joker in the original Batman with um, that Adam West. That one, the, I forget that guy's name. Fourth best Joker.
3: That's, I I, I do agree. Do you care about this? This Harley Quinn thing, are you going to watch it?
2: Not now. Mm, no.
0: No. No, <laughs> no not after <laughs> all this. I'll just
2: go watch the show,
0: man. Yeah,
3: after me just telling you everything. It's it's fine. I honestly don't care either.
2: This CJ Morgan Show, where your opinions are welcome. Kind of. Text us anytime. 512-835-1015. This
3: might sound creepy, but I'm pretty sure that my neighbor got a girlfriend.
2: Oh, it is interesting to investigate other people. It's like reality TV, like in 3D.
3: It's like it really watching is- The Sims. But they're my neighbors. I remember
2: living in an apartment and I love that.
0: I it,
3: love the drama of an apartment so much. Don't you like, love hearing people
2: fight right outside your
0: place and before they go back in the apartment?
3: I kind of do. And then I like I have a neighbor that I'm friends with and we gossip a lot. Both of our patios are kind of right next to each other. So when he's outside, I'm nice. outside. And we gossip and drink outside together, and he's always like, Did you hear somebody slam the door the other day? That was so loud. I wonder who did it. So I just like to gossip. And recently there are these two guys that live downstairs from me, and um, me and my neighbors like to call them the guys that are built like Greek gods. Oh man! Because they are. Just I have seen
2: gentlemen. Ready both
3: of them without their shirts weights. on, and I'm like, "How are you? How do you look like that? That is not real."
2: Are they? Are they hairy? No. Then they're not Greek gods. Well, they're not Greek.
3: They're, they're not the Greek, Greek gods. in general.
2: Greek gods are pretty. I'm,
0: t- I'm talking
3: like like statues. <laughs> like Greek in- god statues.
2: So they're marbly. Do you know the statues in the Renaissance were like all veiny too? They made veins in them. Hmm. That's pretty cool detail.
0: A lot really of great, great artists.
2: artists throughout the years were veiny. Okay,
0: point anyways, being, sorry.
3: Yeah. Anyways, got my really to hot about. neighbors. Uh, when they first moved in, I they have the apartment that is right next to the stairs that I go up, and they leave their window to their p- patio. Like, always without the blinds. So it's pretty open. You can see into the living room, to the ki- into the kitchen. And so every time I walk up my stairs, I look inside sure. because I can't help it. It's right look, there.
0: there's a window that's in the left open. Yeah. They want you looking they in.
3: They want me to look in it. And that's okay. How can you okay. not? Yes. I do that all
0: the time. And I'm like, I know I shouldn't, but I did. Whoops. And
3: they've been living there for uh, at least like eight months now. And I have not really seen many decorations. It looks like your standard... Man in their mid 20s apartment, mm, yeah. where it's like that weird leathery brown couch, and you know, there's like a TV, and just everything is nothing on the walls.
0: Potentially, the only decorations they have are empty bottles of liquor, <laughs> yeah, on top of the yeah, fridge. That, I hate that. <laughs> but I've
3: recently started noticing that they've been trying more. It started with a single plant, there was one singular potted plant. That now sits next to their couch and I was like huh greenery I have not seen that in there before nothing alive has ever been in that apartment interesting and then it became oh wow their patio they hung up string lights on their patio and they turn the lights on sometimes wow, that's even better than my patio. Hmm. And then uh, now they have things on the walls. They have a welcome mat. They changed out their light bulb that's like in front of their door to be emotion censored on and off light bulb, okay. which is for an apartment. That's kind of fancy that yeah. they they went one step ahead and did that. And I think I'm starting to realize that they, one of them has a, a girlfriend now. Nice. I think that's what I'm putting together. Everything's gotten cleaned
2: up a little bit. Everything has gotten nicer cleaned atmosphere. up. I swear,
3: I have seen a girl over there at least one time. So I'm like, I wonder if they have a girl. What? Not they. Not they collectively have what? Maybe. Hey, Actually, don't I don't know. Maybe they're they polyamorous. Could. You know. Maybe. Um. But I think that you know, maybe just maybe one of them finally got a girlfriend and she's cleaning up his life.
0: Thank you. Is lady. that a common
3: thing? Because uh-huh. I feel like. The, so the guy that I'm seeing now, he's kind of starting to do the same thing, I've noticed. But I, I'm not complaining. I'm so happy that I I'm encouraging him us, to clean
0: up his life. I think a lot of us guys are a lot sadder than we realize until we get with someone. So decorating feels almost pointless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, well, what's the point, you know? And also, it's like a lot of dudes are okay with not having the most decorative place and sure. things like that. I feel it's, it's just a bit more simple. We're a bit more simple, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Women like to dress things up and make them sort of worth caring about, I guess. Yeah. Locations. Yeah. the and We the, appreciate that to a degree.
3: The week or two after I started seeing this guy, he um, immediately went to the mall and started buying new outfits. Yeah. Really? Yes. And he was, in, and this was really adorable and sweet. He's a very goofy golden retriever, like kind of a guy. And he was like, yeah, like after going to your apartment and just kind of getting to know you a little bit more and knowing your aesthetic, like... I don't know. I I like it. And so you kind of inspired me to go and get yeah. a lot of shades of green and browns that's and cool. like different. So he wanted to match my aesthetic. I mean, I feel that's like so cute.
0: I feel like unless we're, you know, going to pound town, guys don't have much else of a purpose other than what we've they been told. You're supposed to purpose. go to work. You're supposed to. Yeah. So having someone
3: that's encouraging makes you. us feel a
0: little bit more alive, I think, and yeah. more willing to try new things, more decorative, you know, willing to decorate I don't know. That's my personal opinion because I I I was usually like that with girlfriends as well. Yeah. Or just ladies hanging out, you know, flings and things like that. When
3: somebody would come over to your apartment, and you clean. Oh, of course. Well,
0: I've been trying to do that now more just in general because like when you let it when you let it slip. I the
2: whole cleaning routine. Maybe this is change the sheets. Oh, good, good, good.
3: Change the sheets. Absolutely. Number one tip: change the sheets.
2: Yes. And so
0: I've been trying to, I've been doing that more on my own recently, but I think it's because most dudes died, you know, before their thirties and stuff back way back in the oh, day. Wow. <laughs> so it's like, we're yeah. not supposed to live this long. What do we do? Yeah. What do we do? <laughs> so how I'm do, like, okay, how do we help ourselves? let me buy a cool looking hamper for my room. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it has a little bit to do with maybe a bit of inspiration and, uh, yeah, I hope I I'm,
3: if, if you are my neighbors and you're listening and you're just now realizing that yes, I do look through your windows every day. And whenever I awkwardly say hi to you every single day, I know everything. I know everything about you because I look in your windows. Um,
2: I miss apartment living. It was it's fun. It's so fun. We had like a single older lady downstairs from us that was a mm-hmm. little too flirty with me, but I liked it. But <laughs> yeah. she would always like say things very sassy to me. She'd be like, this is my dog Wispy Minx and he likes you. Uh, and she's always like that. And then we had ew. a younger girl right she, that we shared a wall with, and, man, she was always getting railed.
3: That's like, so funny. Always going on I've never like, heard she, was that, a, unfortunately. she was a
2: hot mess, and it was just so much fun.
3: Yeah, it's so fun. Like I said, you just live in your own little Sims world. But I am concerned because if they break up, oh, it's I don't want to have to, to watch bro, that. Because then I have to walk by his apartment every single day and look in there and see him all sad well, maybe he's gonna like destroy the plant let's and- hope
0: these decorations were self-purchased by him and yeah. not gifts
2: from her that way he's not gonna throw them out
3: oh that's true well,
2: my man jimmy from the austin facial hair club is here to talk about elvis uh, the premier expert on elvis still being alive wow so tell
1: tell us about elvis well you know listen i'm a radio man uh, long ago. Through and through. All right. Now, these days, I'm uh, the pretty face behind the desk over at Don's Automotive. I'm not a wrench monkey, but I, I, uh, I manage the wrench monkeys. One of them is my boss, so I do not manage him. Okay. Actually, okay. I don't manage anybody. I just... Yeah, but the point is this.
2: You managed to have me super intrigued with Elvis yeah, in, like, the dude. two seconds you were going off on the, the insanity. <laughs> i
1: got to give all credit to uh, to my buddies Don and Mike back in, back in Virginia. Okay. I used to listen to them on WAVA 105.1. It's, the du- it's a W
2: if it's west of the Mississippi. East.
1: East yes. of the Mississippi. Uh, K's all around here. But, you know, like in the south, anytime you saw, like, a crazy corner market or something, anytime you see a K, it's probably Klan. So tell us about Elvis. The, the bottom He's line alive. Is, uh, he's alive it, it, for a long time. We've known this. Um, but the, the most interesting thing about him, um, was some of the hijinks that he and the mof- Memphis mafia mm-hmm. used to get into. I was I was telling you about these flash bulbs. They used to buy all, buy out all the flash bulbs at the photo store. You know, those old, uh, old timey flash bulbs, one time use bulbs they used to put in cameras and they would just throw them into the pool. Thousands and thousands of flash bulbs and they'd shoot them with a... With a 12 gauge shotgun. Why not? You're rich. Do that. So now, yeah. when
2: you say Memphis Mafia, is this like La Cosa Nostra organized crime, or these just some good old boys that worked for Elvis? Yeah, had
1: some good old boys, always in suits, and they just kind of handled all the all the movings from uh, from the limo to the. To the plane, from the plane to the limo to the venue. Did you
2: see the new Elvis movie?
1: No. Okay.
2: Because oh, you, you fascinated. But you're not here to talk about Elvis, uh, an I'm entertainer here to talk yourself, about Harley Quinn. You're here to talk about oh. the latest. Har- uh, <laughs> no, uh, the Austin Facial Hair Club is having come and shave at seventeen. I've got to be a hey. part of this group and uh, these hijinks for a long time what is come and shave at 17 and how did you guys start doing a uh, beard competition in Austin
1: well the, the his- it's very Austin the the history of the competition goes way back uh, about 17 years because this is a <laughs> and um, and that that predates me but but listen these guys you know uh, Alex uh, Brian Taylor you uh, uh, Molina, so all, all those dudes that started the club back in the day, that, you know, they they had one intention, and that was to um, continue showcasing, you know, because there were some other beard competitions, but they wanted to take it away from the monetary uh, part where and people the serious were winning, part, winning money and the serious part, which is raising money for charities. And then uh, and it started out as a bit, right? Yeah, well, it was you know it's a funny thing, kind of like I was telling you the, the joke that me and my buddies grew up with was we we would say Elvis lives to everybody and it'd freak them out. Well, you know um, the the idea of having a beard competition is silly because what <laughs> it's not like he trained for this. Right. I, I don't do beard push pushups, um, but it's just something you know you're born and they with. take
2: it so serious in other places, and this is kind of a fun one, but. Then it really took off. A lot of the guys you mentioned were on a show called Whisker Wars, right? Oh yeah, uh, which really kind of set Austin on a on a, a fun, weird hit map because there's all these weird Texas guys traveling across Europe competing mm-hmm. in beard mm-hmm. competitions.
1: Mm-hmm. And and a lot of the goal was to get our club uh, to a point where we could join the World Beard uh, Mustache um, uh, Association. And um, and then uh, tracked enough attention to be able to garner the uh, the ability to have worlds here, and we did that. Hey, in you had you hosted
2: a World One, and uh, tell me more about like what we're going to see at the competition. Let me know where it's at. Sagebrush, noon on Saturday. Uh, I'll be there. It'll be exciting. But uh, what, how does it work? What what different categories uh, can babies enter? Can ladies enter? Yes, it yes. seems like
1: an all-inclusive event. All, yeah. all valid questions, CJ. Uh, I appreciate it. and I studied uh, for this. And you, you're you're feeding me well. And first of all, let me thank you for being so gracious of your time to oh, come yeah, dude. be uh, a judge. You took a picture
2: of me while I was getting my... The, the Austin Facial Hair Club does a thing called a six-month sprint. You shave completely. yeah. Then you have six months to grow it out. And unbeknownst to me, Jimmy uh, took a photo of me uh, with a um, mustache of a well-known uh, man in the 1940s that committed atrocities in Germany. Charlie Chaplin. Uh, Yeah, the, the <laughs> Chaplin mustache. Yeah. So so yeah, you bribe me every yeah. year to talk <laughs> about the Austin <laughs> Facial Hair Club. And I'm just kidding. Y'all are a great group and I love uh, getting to hang out and, and do it, it, these things.
1: But th- it's so much fun. So tell Tell us about this this one's going to be awesome. The competition—we've got like seven, seven categories. There's pompous, partial. There's sweetest, sweetest. Stash. I didn't work on my enunciation exercises. Um, we've got gnarliest beard. We've got best groomed. There is the six-month sprint category. So nice. anybody who shaved in August, we expect them to be there, and they're going to be competing for for the best. And then when I did that, dudes were giving me pills. They're like, "Hey, use this." It's in. I'm like, "Is this legal?" Like, no, no. A uh, prenatal performance
2: yeah, enhancing
1: yeah. drug. Yes, yeah. yeah. that's P- getting serious. What, what pregnant moms take apparently helps your facial hair. Yeah. grow. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's there's there's a lot of a lot of theories. And then, listen, the bottom line is sometimes you get your mama's beard, you know. But I know I'm looking at two wonderful beards in front of me. You well, would be in yeah. the best groomed. You would probably be in gnarliest. Gnarliest or, Gnar. or, you know, the gnarliest or natural beard. Or, or you could even style it up because there is the freestyle. Yes. And then I also forgot to mention the, um, whiskerinas. the whiskerinas. So ladies are,
2: can uh, make a beard, which is awesome. Yeah. Seen some
1: good ones. And anybody that's out there, what do you mean how, I, got, I can make a beard? Just hashtag whiskerina on Instagram and you will see all creative the, the past amazing realistic uh creative beards or uh freestyle creative beards and mustaches that that are going to be there. It is open to kids. The doors are at 12 we're going to be setting up at eleven, but um, get there at, at sage twelve. Brush. Sagebrush on it's South for Congress, a good cause too, and it is for such a good cause. Soldier songs and voices, uh, revelry retreat. They're in. Uh, they're here in Texas. Formed here in Texas. We're going to have some of the founders of the uh, the club there. What do they do? Well, what they do is they work with our current active duty military, our veteran. Veterans of uh, foreign wars and and um, and actions across the world are just their time, and what you know. Sometimes, listen, you, you go in and you serve, and you you think it's going to be all daisies. Sometimes it's not. And um, one thing that they have done uh, for these these folks is they they give them a a chance to go and at this this camp. Sit down with some uh, and play awesome, capture the flag. Awesome, no, yeah. there's no war game. Of I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> shall we play a game? Uh, so anyway, they they're they're going to sit down with these musicians and learn how to write songs, oh. um, play the music. That's right. Um, Channel some with, creativity cool, into man. the experiences they, they, that they're turn the trauma into... That's awesome. Sam, yeah, yeah.
0: music is a great use of... Like, therapeutic. It's, Absolutely. it's amazing. Absolutely. That's so, awesome. They're,
1: they're, they're an awesome group of folks. They're going to be there meeting us. Also, we are going to have probably the poster child uh, or poster soldier for, for um, Soldier Song. Uncle voices. Sam? He's going to be there uh, at halftime playing a couple songs. on the guys, uh, Uncle Sam? No, <laughs> That's exciting, man. Uh, <laughs> no.
0: Jimmy, thanks, great,
2: man. Uh, Austin Facial Hair Club, Come and Shave It, number 17. Sagebrush, Saturday noon, I'll be there. You should be there. Uh, last question I got to ask you: A couple of years ago, you're a radio man, as you said. Yes. Uh, I got you in on a job interview here, and then the person that interviewed you, I highly recommended you, and she was like, "What was up with that dude? What did is, did, what, did you what, talk you about serious? Elvis? Are you serious? Did you talk
1: about Elvis <laughs> being alive? Uh, listen, to that's poor just between the boys, Rachel? I probably tried to check under a hood. You're, you're great, but you talk too much sometimes. That might have been. That's what uh, Bass, falls guys, all of this radio come guys. Coming to
2: 17 this Saturday. It's time for a radio war. That's right. we got some enemies. As you know, Spencer has produced many great things for this uh, show. Songs about my dogs, all the uh, cool intros you hear to our bits, the sweepers, sounders, so many wonderful things. Uh, that's why we call him Songmaster Spencer. We're working on an album together, and you're just crushing it. Uh, We're going to talk about Good Mood Dude coming up in a little bit. Uh And there's a bit of controversy with it. But first, two songs popped up in my head, and i got to sing them before I forget them. Okay, hurry Um, up. And you don't have to do these anytime soon. um, But, you know, if you're just looking for inspiration to add to the album, here we go. Thank you. Can you pickle, 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 pickle? Can you wiggle, 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 wiggle? You can wiggle, you can pickle, you can pickle, you can wiggle. Can you pickle, wiggle, pickle, wiggle, pickle? Beautiful. That's one of them. Uh, this one, you might want to collaborate with our friend Chewy from across the hall. Uh, because well, if, it's, that's, if he gets his act together, my God. He won't. But this used to be one of his favorites when I would sing it to feed Mr. P. He's a hongo-bungo boy with his hongo-bungo toys. And his hongo-bungo plays brings hongo-bungo joy. He's a hongo-bungo boy. So that way, Chewie used to sing that. Yeah. And so I, I feel like he'll be able to lay down some bars. I'm sure. For, for the Hungo Bungo. Boy. Uh, that
0: one might never get done, though, if I'd have Chewie come do it. So hey,
2: You have all the time in the world, to quote Depeche Mode. Anyhow, uh, there's a bit of controversy, and I feel like another radio station is uh, coming after us. I, I want to play you this clip that I heard listening back to a podcast of who I thought were friends, but maybe they're enemies. And yeah, Chewie's in on it. Here's a clip from that show, trashing us.
1: Hey, okay, question of- about oh, Spencer. Wow.
2: Here's what
0: I. Here's what I'm. I'm what uh, was his
2: name? <laughs> Spencer <laughs> and
0: CJ released some kind of rap song yesterday. Correct. Like, why can't we get that level of Spencer participation on, on our show? It's like he was a different person. He put on a CJ. He put boss. on a, He put on a black t-shirt. He put on a a, a knit hat, like he was going to rob a Seven Eleven. And some sunglasses and he he transformed into this this rap star guy,
2: right? But he comes in here come kind of mopes around a little bit. All right, mopes around a little bit. First and foremost, that shows not your job. No. This is your job. This is my job. You you are the
0: producer and co-host of this show. Also, I'm really sad when I go in there because it's early in the it's morning. It's early in the morning, and yeah. you, you.
2: And and here's the other thing. Also,
0: is, you ordered me to wear all black,
2: <laughs> and I hope he doesn't I, feel bad that I didn't wear those Air Jordans I that he asked bought me too. If you would wear all black, you told uh, me that's it's another essential. thing we'll we'll get into. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you're you're usually asked to fill in like the night before. Yeah. So yeah, you're tired and you're you're not all there. And
0: then I, they, love, I love those. Dudes. I, it's way more relaxed over there, too. They have like t-
2: three times as long
0: to talk as we do, I, so I don't feel inclined to have to butt in immediately. Exactly. You, <laughs> and you got to
2: warm up in the morning, but they, they kept going at us.
0: CJ's his boss and is also, you know, might get angry sometimes. So hmm. I'd be scared of him if he was my know. boss. I feel like... He's Matt's boss. I feel like everything's going toward that and no resources are
2: going toward this. What? No resources. First of all, I don't get angry at you, Spencer. I get angry, but not at you. Oh, yeah? I love you. Oh, thank you. Um, No resources. You guys have T-shirts. You have posters. You have an entire, like, you have a lot, okay? I'm paying out of pocket to make and do stuff. You guys had a big sellout comedy show, which we supported. What do you mean you don't have resources? (laughs) Also, you know what you do if you don't have resources, Spencer? What do you do? What do I do? You make the promos and the liners and oh. the production. Oh, yeah, I do all that, yeah. What do I do? I run the social media, post the blogs, yeah. Photoshop things. You do a We lot of make prep. our own resources. Yeah. That's what you do. You uh, know, you don't man. rely. This is the new age of radio. You don't have people do stuff for you for your show. You do it your damn self. I think he's just mad I didn't wear his cool shoes he bought me. No, I'm glad you mentioned that because uh, they actually addressed it.
4: Spencer does participate when he's on his Show the only time he came over here in recent memory was you were going to provide him with shoes. He felt uncomfortable about the gift. It shut him down. The four hundred dollar gift. Hey, now, now it's not a gift when you start throwing. Listen, numbers at I throw somebody. numbers around.
2: That's the way I am. I'm going to guilt you. That's who I am? going to guilt him. No, I love Spencer. I, I, I was I was kind of happy to see him branch out and do something, you know, on the internet. But uh, I don't know. I feel He's like really uh, gotten a lot better at, you know, wrapping and making dates and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He enjoys along. that. Indeed he has. Uh Yeah, the shoe thing was, was dumb. It's, it's uncomfortable getting gifts like that from people, especially when you didn't ask for them or want. I don't know. Three things. First of all, I keep those shoes at home with
0: a little shoe thing in them. They're too expensive for me to wear. I feel bad. <laughs> I don't want to wear them out and get them dirty. It's like a strange nice. artifact that I have to hold on to and now. And you wore them
2: out to a nice show. That's true. You wore true. them to, a show. I you wear them to wear nice them. things.
0: Yeah. Secondly, you said we're all black in that video. So I was like, well, these are a lot darker shoes that I wore. Thirdly, I was wanting to go on the show recently over there and say, hey, what's up? How are y'all doing? I hadn't seen them in a while. I've been they, missing them. And they did. And now they're doing this. I know. It's <laughs> Fourthly, up. and most importantly, I've been depressed for a good portion of my life. I think most of it now. And I'm finally starting to get a lot better. It's been a very strange, weird feature oh. for me coming out of my shell, essentially. And I don't know if Bob understands that at all. I
2: also yeah, he does not get that sort of thing. Also, I don't think Bob understands what uh I've seen in you. Oh maybe Chewy. Matt too, Matt defending a little you've always been creative and funny. Like you've always had that gift. It's, it's not like you suddenly decided one yeah, day, "Oh, I'm yeah, going to yeah. do a video with CJ." So, I got mad and made you. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, because I was trying to put it off. I was like, "Man, let's plan this. Let's do it my way." Essentially, you're like, "No, no, no." They're punching down
2: too. They're yeah. morning show guys. We're afternoon guys. You know, Ugh, there, there are are no enemies.
0: We're coming after you, unnamed show. So I love him in all of my heart, and I appreciate what he's done for me. But now I don't want to visit. Now I feel. Nope. Now I feel like actually no, I, I feel bad. I feel like we, uh, we just need to uh, I, like I hurt his feelings or something.
2: Did you know? It's the series of uh, exciting facts that are absolutely true because they're predicated by the saying, did you know? Matt, give us a did you know. Uh, You remember earlier in the week we were talking about
4: presidents, uh, lesser known presidents, stuff like that. Uh, Did you know President Franklin Pierce? You remember him. Yeah.
2: You don't. Sure. And no, we I did. That.
4: No, he said any president who's not, not been on a bill or on a coin, nobody seems to care about.
2: Sure. Right. He had a young son that died and a wife that died. He had a tragic life. Sure.
0: Franklin uh-huh. also, Ben Franklin's name, so you can kind of sure. try to memorize him like that.
2: Maybe. But to be fair, Franklin Pierce was not that chunk of presidents that are very forgettable. There was well, a chunk before the Civil War and a chunk... After like Rutherford B Hayes, a very forgettable president. Well,
4: I'll tell you who did not forget about uh, Franklin Pierce, and that would be the woman that he ran over with his horse. Okay, <laughs> he oh, was arrested for running over an old lady with his horse. However, the Happens charges to all the time yeah, in Red Dead. The charges got eventually dropped because of a quote unquote lack of evidence. Yeah, uh, he ran over a woman. He was on the horse. The horse ran over the woman. But it, the great thing about when you're president is that sometimes evidence can Disappear. Uh, good call. That's been going
2: on for a while. Uh, speaking of evidence disappearing, did you know? Sure. Uh, Dwight Eisenhower is the only president who served in both WW1, the War to End All Wars, the Great War, and World War II. Later went on to be president and later went on to famously warn us. He was a conservative Republican president and an ex-military guy but famously warned us about the global military industrial complex and here we are
4: did you know uh, the us people talk about the debt the debt is getting out of control we got to do something about the debt we got to get back debt to, everywhere uh, um, how many years out of its total existence has the us not been in debt
2: i feel like this is a thing where we mostly existed in debt Connect. like like from the beginning because yeah. we borrowed from the french heavily there are periods where we borrowed from Mexico. We we've Thank you. mostly been in debt.
4: Uh, we were not in debt for one year. And yes. that's because Andrew, well, Trump. Jackson, Trump. Andrew, Jackson, no, Trump. Andrew Jackson. Trump. Andrew Jackson. Trump. <laughs> Andrew Jackson. Andrew Andrew Jackson. Do you feel like you're at a comedy show? Andrew Jackson. Famously Rerouted a bunch of money Just so he could say Hey we're not in debt yeah. But <laughs> What he did was Just kind of a
0: jackass move So it was more like A stunt than anything else But essentially yes We've always been We in can debt. always just not pay yeah. it Fun fact Yeah Did you know Andrew Jackson The first Trump style president who <laughs> 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 was Kinda kind of, sort of a, He was kind of A piece of crap He was a uh, money uh, Trump, sort of, yeah. uh, You know uh, hey, In real Trump life not a piece of crap He's
4: not a piece of crap Who Andrew Jackson He invented uh, He invented The $20 bill yeah,
0: yeah, they called him Stonewall. It wasn't Manifest Destiny sort of? He uh, knew that
4: eventually, in the future, we would need a way to get cocaine from the mirror to our <laughs> astral.
0: Fun fact, though, Perfect. he was one of the first politicians and not statesman.
2: Oh, okay. Oh. Matt, pretend you're at a comedy show one more time. Okay. Hey, so the other day,
4: I was, you're saying that you're saying that to make a joke. But at the beginning of the Trump administration, when I would do stand up, there would be people who would just start yelling that out, and I was like. I'm not sure if this is a heckle, like it's uh-huh. apropos of nothing. I'm talking about, yeah. And you're just screaming, and they would, they would just scream out the name over it. I was like, what? It, I don't even understand what's happening right now.
2: It's uh-huh. very weird that people would bring politics for no reason into a show. Did you know, uh, my you, friend? You do it all the time on this show. show. No, you just, yes, you do no, it all no, the no.
4: time on this show. You literally
2: just no. did it. You
4: literally <laughs> did it in this whole segment for no, no reason. You just started yelling at Trump. Nah, no, Trump. No. Going to the movies is just for the rich people.
2: Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird? Is it wired? We're about to find out.
4: Uh, Actress Elizabeth Banks, she's joined Elijah Wood. They're criticizing AMC, you know, the uh, theater holder. Oh, yeah. Yeah, stonks. I think I know where you're headed. Are you? They're doing a new seat based pricing system. And it's also. There's kind of a weird talk about it because they say in some. Like right now, it might just be like, hey, these are the favorite seats. So instead of costing $13, we're going to charge $17 for those seats. Sure. But they're also saying, you know, like how the. Uh, Mopac Toll Lane operates, or how Ticketmaster does it. ticket. By demand, it'll be more expensive. Yeah, it's, so yeah. like on a really big movie, on an yeah, opening, opening night, you might want to go to a theater, but you might have to pay $55 if you want to see the opening night of Julia and, Julie and Julia Part 2. Yeah, oh, man. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think it's... I understand how a lot of this comes to be, but sometimes it does feel like... I mean... The theater was, hmm. did feel like a really kind of democratic place. You could right. be sitting elbow to elbow with a guy who's worked all week just to be able to afford to bring his yeah. family of eight. And then some guy who's next to you, who you think is a grandfather, but he's actually just a seventy-two-year-old millionaire, and that twenty-two-year-old he's with—that's his new daughter. I mean, sorry, girlfriend. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. you're just like, but you all sat there yeah. together,
0: and you took in what was happening. A great equalizer. Plus, rich people—we all know—have their own, you know, theater rooms anyway. In their I know. House, Why so are they coming like,
4: to the theaters? Yeah, it does feel like oh, all the good seats. I mean, you know what's going to happen, so. The really great seats kind of in the middle and further back. Sure. Yes. Those are going to get Perfect. taken. The aisle seats that are needed for me people like me who drink way too much soda and then have to get go, up five go times to, to go pee because I don't know any better because like I'm still
2: a child. People like me who have panic attacks about being in a
4: theater. You, you know where you and I are going to sit? Front row from now on. That's the only place we'll be able to afford to all go. The way yeah. up. Oh, man, that was bad. That's I did awful. one of those recently and it was not fun. Here's my issue. You could say, well, fine, just don't go to an AMC theater. And I agree with you, except on a lot of things, because AMC has such a silo of what's happening, they kind of sometimes are a leader in where the industry goes. Um, My fingers are crossed. I mean, my favorite, and I think a lot of favorites for people around here are the the movie houses. Uh, the first that I know of is Alamo. Yeah, but I have a friend
2: uh, who's a high-ranking uh, employee there, so I can I just drop his name all the time, and then he goes, "Dude, you got to stop doing this."
1: <laughs> yeah, he's like, "You're
2: full plant, full price now." Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, then also, his name's Tim League. <laughs> by the way, well, we had just talked uh, with Emily a few weeks ago about how AMC has all this sort of subscription quote membership service right. that you, like, you know, get a little card. They're car. trying a
4: bunch of different pricing yeah. models right
2: now because the m- industry obviously is in flux. They're yes. trying to figure out ways to- Make more money. And, and also, like you said, the Alamo Draft Houses of the world flicks Brewhouse have made the experience a lot different. So, so much better. Everyone else yes. has to revolutionize, and they're doing draft beer, well, and they're now doing they have food, and alcohol food. you can get. Sure. Well, they said, regular. let's make it a really nice experience. Now, here's the
4: thing. With the Alamo, that I love is that you can choose the seat. You can choose where you're going to sit, right? I enjoy that. And I don't mind even paying a little extra to be at the Alamo. My worry becomes, will this become such an industry standard that, now that the Alamo, Alamo will almost more. be twisted to having to do it? Um I guess it would be okay with certain shows if you only had to get to have one screening, maybe. Yeah. makes sense,
0: but yeah, like a film of uh, the festival idea or... of being
4: priced out of an opening weekend is kind it of sucks. a bummer, yeah, you know? I'm gonna call this one weird. It's not wired for me right now. Maybe when it happens and I get to see it in full effect. Here, let's be honest. If the AMC PR rep reaches out to the show and says, Hey, guys, do you want free Middle Road Perfect Seat tickets? Maybe I'll change my tune. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be bought, AMC. I or can cannot. be bought.
1: At CJ Morgan Show. Follow us online because the most important thing about radio is the internet.